Welcome to the Financial Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how to build your practice from startup to scale up while being the kind of coach your clients crave. Finally, a podcast for financial coaches. Here are your hosts, Maria Casillas and Cody Sizemore. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Coaches Podcast. My name is Cody Sizemore and I am joined here with my lovely co-host, Maria Casillas. Maria, how are you doing? I'm doing really well today. Thank you. Good, good. So I have something I want to run past you uh, just to get some feedback with. Um, It's Mm -hmm. an idea that I've been kind of um, toying with that I'm very excited about. Uh, So I want to get some feedback from you. Um, sure. But first, I just want to just say one thing to you listening. Um, so we have this really cool thing to where we like to connect with people outside of this podcast. Uh, like we like to like have a relationship with you. Weird. It's, I know we, you know, we like to talk to you, not just talk to each other. Not that we, you know, we enjoy talking to each other, but we like hearing from you as well. So one of the ways that we can do that is if you can join our Facebook group. Uh, it's free to join, but it's a really, really great community there. It's growing, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it's called The Financial Coaches Community by New Money Habits. So do yourself a favor. Pop in there. Say hello. Say what's up. Ask some questions. Give us some feedback about the show. And maybe even ask a question that you'd like to hear on the show. That's one way that we actually get a lot of our content for the show is just from people's questions within that group. So, you know, if you haven't yet, join right into that. It's going to be awesome. And um, we look forward to meeting you and connecting with you. So with that being said, like I said, I want to run something past you because I got this idea. I went on something called a flaneur. You ever heard of a flaneur? I have not, sir. So it's basically like a three to four hour aimless walk. No intentions, nowhere to go, just go walk for three or four hours and just see what happens kind of thing. Hmm. Uh, So I did that because I was feeling very uncreative recently. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I just need to do something different, you know, something to Mm -hmm. get those juices flowing. And when I was on that flaneur, um, this idea came to me about working with... uh, with past clients, um, you know, for a few reasons. One, because like, A, like, you know, I could generate some more income off of it. You know, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. But then also, mm-hmm. B, I know that there's probably some clients that I've worked with in the past, and maybe it's been a while since I've worked with them, and they've just kind of fallen out of practice. You know, not mm-hmm. not everyone does, but there certainly is people who that happens to, you know? So sure. it's like, how can we... How can I do something that benefits both me and them at the same time and also creates a new stream of income that I don't really necessarily have to work very hard to acquire because I've already worked with these people. Mm -hmm. And this is what I've kind of come up with. So you tell me what you think. Okay. I thought about doing a group coaching program that isn't really about teaching at all. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's more so about just accountability and keeping things moving for people, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, 
it's kind of like, you know, if you work with a personal trainer, like you're going to be on your A game when you're working with them. But then if you stop working with them, maybe you're on your B or C game kind of thing. Yep. So if we can do something that's a little bit lower impact as far as like workload goes, but higher impact as far as outcomes go, then I think that that's beneficial to everyone, right? So yeah. my idea was to work with past clients. So clients who I've either worked with from the past or even just like rolling current clients into this program once I complete with them with my existing program mm -hmm. and having it be like a, like an accountability slash like momentum, uh, like mastermind kind of group. Uh, mm -hmm. And basically the structure would be that we would meet once every two weeks for 90 minutes. And it's just a place for them to get feedback on what they have going on, to ask questions, um, maybe throw in like, you know, a little bit of like an exercise, like a mindset exercise every now and then. But generally speaking, it's just for making sure that people are staying accountable, answering questions as things come up in their lives, that kind of thing. Um, mm -hmm. And with that being said, too, I want it to be more than just something that you kind of just show up to. So I have like a few added like cool little elements to it. Um, so anytime that I would do like an online event, whether it be free or paid, they would get access to that for free. So, you know, it, it's just an added bonus. Like, hey, you can come to this if you want, get even more value for no extra, no extra charge kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd also have like a branded t-shirt that I would send them as well, which is cool for them because they get a new piece to their wardrobe, but it's also a way of advertising for me as well. Mm -hmm. um, I would send them a free tool that is centered around like an abundance mindset. So like different affirmations and meditations, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I've even thought about partnering with like a major grocery store to see if, and I have to look into like how possible this is, but basically like getting these people set up to be like a member or some sorts to where they get like 10% off groceries kind mm -hmm. of thing. If they go grocery mm -hmm. shopping then for there, because the benefit is like, Hey, like you're funneling people to the business. So the business mm -hmm. is making more money, but then also your clients are saving money on groceries as well. And okay. then I also thought about doing a annual retreat. So this would look like maybe they would come to my house or I would rent out an Airbnb and I would provide the food, the drinks, um, you know, I'd have some games, like just a community kind of building thing. And then mm -hmm. for like 45 minutes to an hour, we do something that is like a money mindset sort of exercise, like something that kind of tie it all together kind of thing to bring them some sort of value as well. But just have mm -hmm. that be like an all expenses paid kind of thing, except for travel if they need to travel. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought about doing that, all of that. And then having it be a lower cost of entry, because again, we're not really teaching a lot. It's just keeping things going. Mm -hmm. So I thought about doing it at like, you know, so for context, like my programs are between three to $5,000 for, you know, an extended period of time. Mm -hmm. um, I thought about doing uh, like $250 a month, or if they okay. sign up for the whole year in full, it would be discounted to like, you know, 2397. So they get like two months free, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But this when they sign up, they would need to commit to 12 months. 
it's not something you can do for two months and then dip out. Like it's, no, you're committing to 12 months at least. And then you can re-up for another 12 months if, if you want to kind mm-hmm. of thing. So my thinking is like, hey, if I get 15 people in this group at $250 a month on average, you know, that's like three to $4,000 a month every month on my end to mm-hmm. where I'm not teaching more. I'm just kind of showing up and just giving feedback mm-hmm. and I'm not searching for these clients. Like I already have them, you mm-hmm. know? So, so the ease of getting them in there is probably going to be a lot easier as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I kind of came up on this flanor that I did. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to get your feedback on it. Well, I made the grave mistake of not taking any notes. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realize you were going to give me the whole kit and caboodle. So, uh, so forgive me as I muddle through some of that in my mind. Um, let me first say, I love the idea. There are so many extra pieces that as you started to talk about, I wasn't expecting you to share. So I really do appreciate that. Um, I, if I may, I'm going to talk about this in the context of the stages of change, because that is the the viewpoint from which I work. And I just think it's going to, I think it's going to pair very well with what you're talking about. Um, a couple of things is I really appreciate that the people who you would be trying to market this to are people that you've already earned their trust. And so mm-hmm. they know you, they like you, they trust you, and they know you're effective because they've already paid you and you've already gotten them to a, a certain point. Uh, so that's, I think, brilliant. I also believe that I'm going to use the word relapse because that's where the stages of change, that's where that, um, it's what it's called in the stages of change. But so many people fall off the wagon, if you will. They relapse into old thoughts, old behaviors. And sometimes, in fact, most of the time, unless they've been trained to identify those different triggers and the things that create that for them, and then they've fallen off, they they feel ashamed and they don't want to come back. They they don't they don't feel comfortable coming back to the person who helped them get where they were because they started to become very proud of themselves and they started to celebrate all of the accomplishments that they've gotten. And I know it sounds kind of weird, but they kind of start treating us as like almost like parents. Like they they want our um our admiration and and our out of boys and out of girls for them. And when they fall off the wagon, they become almost ashamed of of coming to us and being like, hey, you know, you did a great job, but I kind of screwed up. So the fact that you're wanting to reach out to those people, I think will make a huge impact for them. Some of them might be a little bit gun shy because they don't want to admit to you that they have, quote, fallen off. However, mm-hmm. how as you're kind of talking to them, if you phrase things in a way where you normalize that process because it is very normal and then make yourself available to help them get right back on and go back through those stages in a much more quick manner than they even did with you the first time, I think you're going to find a lot of success with that. So um, I also believe that as we go through those different change, the stages, the last one before uh, relapse and when we finally exit, if you will, that whole circle is maintenance. And while you didn't use that word, you use things like accountability and there's uh, momentum, I think was the other word that you used. And all we mean by maintenance is that they're able to maintain 
the majority of their new thoughts and behaviors and feelings mm-hmm. around all of the money stuff. And so I think that it's really brilliant to allow people to kind of transition from where they are into kind of like a maintenance program. Um, one thing you didn't mention that I might suggest, and I totally understand why you didn't mention it yet, because you're, you're putting those two groups together to get started. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, what I would suggest later on, if you're available, if you're, if your time permits, um, as you already, you're bringing in people who have fallen off the wagon and you're allowing people to come in for maintenance, there might be a need for you to separate those sometime down the line. Once you've gotten this up and running and you're basically bringing people from your current program into this maintenance program, it might not be the, the right place to bring people in who have fallen off the wagon. Does that make sense? Um, for now, for now, I think it's a really great place to start to go ahead and combine them because you, you don't have both of them and it's silly to start too. So, so I really like that. Um, another thought that was, that came to me while you were talking was you mentioned like the structure of it, that there would be two 90 minute sessions for them. Um, a thought came to mind and then you might have knocked it right out of my head. Uh, we'll find out, but it was. Are you going to require that they attend those 90 minute sessions or will it be something that is just there for them in the event that they should decide to utilize it? Do you have an answer to that question? I haven't thought about that. Um, Okay. But, you know, it would make sense for them to show up. I mean, obviously stuff happens where like maybe you miss a couple kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, generally speaking, like if you're signing up for it and you're locked in for a year, like you might as well show up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't totally disagree with that. Um, I don't know if, if it were the program that I was putting out, I don't know that it would be a requirement for me. And, Mm -hmm. and the biggest reason for that, I, I really like that you are keeping that commitment. I mean, in my mind, they would have to continue to pay you whether they showed up or not. So it was never a question of that. Um, But I think that allowing there to be a little bit more flexibility might actually lower some of the barrier of entry for you, which I think is okay at that stage. We're not talking about, you know, the full on coaching and we're trying to get everything up and running. I would, I would look at a maintenance program as something where it's there when you need it, uh, but you might not need it for 90 minutes every single two weeks. Does that make sense? Like somebody might go, oh, I really think I'll be good with a 90 minute check-in every month. And as long as they're willing to give you the 250 bucks, then who cares if they come or don't come? Um, So that's that's not a deal breaker, um, but I could see that being something for somebody who's really busy. They've already put in so much time and dedication with you that it might feel like a lot of extra time just to maintain what they're already doing. So, yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And I think that that's, you know, I'd rather people show up when they feel like they're, they need it or that yeah. they're going to give value versus just yeah. showing up and, you know, kind of making the whole group kind of come down. You know what I mean? Yes, yes so, I agree. So I I think that's a really good point there for sure. Um, But yeah, you know, I, I think it's a a good idea in my mind. Um, And I think I say a couple more things first. Is that okay? I want to say I I love the retreat. I think that's one of my favorite Mm -hmm. things about it. Uh, I think that is something that is missing in so many lives these days is the actual in-person interaction that we, that Mm -hmm. we seem to have decided was no longer important, I believe it's important. And I think 
giving them the opportunity to come to something like that, even if they decide that they're not going to. But chances are, if they're in this maintenance area, the stage, they can probably afford to, you know, pay for airfare to come somewhere. And if it's something that is prioritized for them, then I just love that they'll have that opportunity to do that. It also adds that extra value for the $250. So if somebody pays you $2,400 for you know the entire year, you'll have the ability to take that and actually treat them super well during that retreat that you're going to offer. And I just think that it's such a, it's a great idea. Um, it's something that I've wanted to do for a long time and just have not taken the time to put into something like that. And so I think that just really jumped out at me as like, yeah, I, I would absolutely sign up for something like that. Yeah, that was one of the things that I was most excited for, too, because mm-hmm. of everything you just said. Yeah. Um, so thank you for saying that. You uh, Sorry, I regard- cut you off. <laughs> no, you're good. In regards to the, the relapse versus maintenance, I think that it would start off with the, the mixture of those two. But then as time goes on, it would become a maintenance thing. Um, you know, because like this is something that anyone can jump into at any point. Like it's not like a. Hey, like, you know, if someone starts in January and then someone hops in in July, that they're going to be getting a different curriculum or anything like that. Right. Like there is no curriculum, yep. you know, so like mm-hmm. it's an evergreen kind of thing. So there might be someone hopping out in September and then someone, you know, on month three in September and everything's exactly the same. So mm-hmm. basically the way I see it is that over the course of the first year, it will be that hybrid of relapse and maintenance, but then mm-hmm. going into the second year, it will be all maintenance, mm-hmm. all maintenance. And then I from agree there, with that. So yeah, and what the- you could do. Well, there's just two thoughts on that. One is that if somebody has fallen off and maybe they maybe they don't feel comfortable coming to you right now because they're still stuck in that and they're like, oh. I'm living my best life, you know, not having to worry about all of the things that Cody's telling me. (laughs) Uh, Maybe they're not going to come now. And in a year, they're still in that relapse mode. If you've kind of already transitioned it to all maintenance, then you just bring them back into your program, like the the Mm -hmm. regular program. And that's how they come back through. You might have something where it's a little bit different. It's, you know, tweaked a little and they maybe don't have to do as much as they did before. I don't know, but it's not a full on program. I I really Mm -hmm. like that. The second thing is, once you've created this and it is kind of an ongoing thing for people, you'll be able to market that as a piece of your program that will help them to avoid the relapse in the first right. place. So right. that way you won't even need that whole extra program. And, you know, once you've gotten to that year. So, yes, good, good call on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I appreciate your feedback on everything. Uh, definitely makes me feel even more confident about it, uh, more so than I was before. So oh, good. Really good. appreciate it. And I need to find three hours where I can just go walk. <laughs> like, uh, when you start to say, uh, what's it called? A fedora? Is that what you call it? A flanor. So oh, flanor. Fedora is a totally different thing. So yeah, I need to find one of those three hour blocks of time so I can go do that. And I just, I love that a lot of the ideas that I have in my head, you kind of start to implement. So that's fantastic. I appreciate that. I never did think about a t-shirt. So that's definitely something new. But, you know, it might be a good idea to steal from you at some point. Yeah. All those things are just value adds. You know, it's like, hey, like you get all of this and it's only $250 a month. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I agree. I agree. I look forward to all of the benefit that that's going to bring to all of the clients that you're going to be working with, because it, it sounds like something that anybody with, uh, with 
two brain cells to run to get to rub together will actually say, yeah, like I want to do that because I, I really appreciate where I am and I want to be able to stay in that position. So mm-hmm. kudos to you. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing that with us today and for welcoming my feedback from the point of view that I tend to bring in on a regular basis. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. Awesome. You bet. All right, you guys, thanks so much for tuning in for another week of the Financial Coaches Podcast. We appreciate you. We look forward to seeing your ratings and your reviews, and we look forward to seeing you in our group. See you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Financial Coaches Podcast, brought to you by New Money Habits and Sizemore Financial Coaching. Submit your questions to our hosts by emailing podcast at newmoneyhabits.com. Be sure to subscribe to be notified of future episodes and join our growing group of like-minded coaches on Facebook. And until next time, happy coaching. Music provided by Summer School.